Arissa. Hey, Arissa. OMG, guys, we're doing it. Welcome to Hey <laughs> Julie, a podcast about Big Brother, and we're going north of the border. <laughs> we're in the land of the free healthcare. We both are doing the unthinkable, the thing we were very un unenthusiastic about until about two days ago. Um, but we're doing it. We're watching Big Brother Canada 9. I went in with zero expectations, and I'm, I watched both uh, episodes that came out uh, this morning, Saturday morning, as we're taping this. And uh, I'm pumped. I love it. <laughs> Granted, it's the, you know, it's the beginning of the season. Yeah. We have awkward, self-shot intro packages. We have uh, a new house. For me, this is a brand new experience. I have not watched a second of Big Brother Canada before. Uh, we're going to talk about the first two episodes of BB Can 9 later in the show. We do have to close the book, a witch's book, some sort of magical book on the book of spells. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I know. We're we're being really mean and we're we're leaving the meat till after the vegetables of WandaVision. But it's oh, the season finale. I felt like a fucking vegetable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just I, this show ended appropriately for me because it ended where I was like, "Wait, how? What is happening?" <laughs> uh, which is how I felt the entire time. So, I know I was like the the final scene of like the actual show. I was like, what? Is this the end? It's just over. <laughs> Literally, they're like, all right, see you later. Yeah. And Sienna Paris was like, good luck. I'm like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> whatever. So, okay. Since Tiana Paris is now a superhero. Yeah, she's in the miss. She's like probably something related to Captain Marvel. She got. I she think, went back and forth into the world so many times that it changed her DNA at a molecular level. That now she has powers. Did you see the film Captain Marvel twenty nineteen? Hell no. Well, it wasn't very good. Uh, so when you were, you must have been confused when <laughs> a fucking. You sure are hitting <laughs> right on the head with that statement. Yep. When the the damn show is over and someone's like. By the way, I'm a green alien with pointy ears. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't be any more confused. Like, sure. any That's the problem is I was so confused the whole time that truly anything could happen and I would maintain the same state of confusion. I just, it was a state, for me, it was like a state of, like, I wasn't even confused. It was just a state of like, cool. So they're flying around and shooting color beams of color at each other like is this if i was 10 this might be cool and again like this is children's entertainment and that's fine but like what adults are like this is the best most yeah. emotional thing ever <laughs> made it's like no it's not our girl is like cackling like she's in a fucking like she's playing a witch in like a commercial for a halloween store Mm -hmm. And they're like shooting like nothing beams of color. Right? It's like, who cares? That's we know, we know, like, what I kept saying win? to my husband was like, this has to be the, the hardest acting job because you're just in a green screen. Yeah. Everything's green screen. And someone's saying like, yeah, and now the the force of power is shooting out at you and it's really strong. You just have to be like, Whoa! like you just have to pretend you know what that looks like and do that for hours at a time and make it look like you're either in pain or you're powerful. You're like locked in. 
or you're not. I don't know. I didn't get this, the trickaroo where it was like Elizabeth Olsen. It seemed like her hands were old and she was going to give all her powers to Agatha. But then it turned out trickaroo. She set up two like field goals in between, like on either side of them. So that rendered the Agatha's powers. No. So guess what? Actually, I get all your powers. Yeah, it was like a callback to an episode or two ago. I mean, okay, whatever. I have a question for you. A okay. real question. Yeah. A, a, an important question about the show. Mm-hmm. Do you think Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen have watched this There's, show? Hell no. There's no way. There's <laughs> simply no way. You know, people and Do know, you think they texted Elizabeth and they're like, wow, it was great? I, I think that... People might know that um, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen had a hit song when they were younger called Brother for Sale, where they tried to sell off oh, their yeah. younger brother. They also, do they have a brother? They do have a brother. But they also had a song about Elizabeth. I forget what it was called right now. But they had a song basically about how she sucked and they didn't want to hang out with her. And I'm sure that they... Yeah, well, I mean, she were she's doing all the, you know... And Mary Kate and Ashley were doing all the work. <laughs> yeah, she and was Elizabeth just and fucking was. John. Whoever. <laughs> now I have to look and find the name of, of these the of these kids. Um, oh yeah. Well, I think Trent. that they Trent also. Trent is the old is as an older brother. <laughs> Trent, and then they have a half sister Courtney and a half brother Jake <laughs> they're from Taylor and Jake or Courtney and Jake are from their father's second marriage wow I, it must have been about Trent yeah Trent's for sale well Trent was for sale but they also I'm gonna just read this main news recently that they had a song okay. called butt out and that was about oh. Lizzie and just hear a couple choice lyrics, okay? We'd rather be picked up by a twister than tagged along after by a sister. Oh. Yeah. They were they did not want to hang out with Lizzie. So oh. I'm sure they've grown since since then, but I also don't think that they've grown so much where they'd actually want to watch this show. The Olsen twins are like two of the people, two of the only people in the world who, if they told me, oh, I actually don't watch TV. I would believe them. Yeah, like they legitimately might not have like seen television no, since yeah. 2003. They, they truly, I don't think have, I don't think they have Instagram, face, they never had Facebook, they never had Twitter, they didn't have any of that stuff. They just live in a French cave where they smoke yeah, their cigarettes. Like, I'm living in my, in my like studio in like Milan with my 70 year old boyfriend yeah. Jean. Yeah, they sketch their the row clothing line and I wish them nothing but the best. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just interested cuz I'm watching this and I'm like this is for 9-year-olds. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I you know, whatever. Um but also like do you know, I don't think they're all hanging out together. Mm-hmm. They're all extremely successful women who could buy a number of countries if they wanted to individually. <laughs> yeah. But like, is there like a thing where like they all have to hang out together and watch it? And Mary Kate and Ashley, who we know are like dour fashion queens, mm-hmm. are just like, oh yeah. I think they. So send, that's the the new vision. I huh? think okay, yeah. It's it's probably a type of relationship where Lizzie sends them. They're on a group text. Lizzie sends a text saying like, 
the show got Trent's great reviews or the show is uh, a ratings hit and they'll send back like party emojis and be like, congrats. Like she knows they're not watching. And then they'll text each other. Mary Kate and Ashley will text each other. They're just like this fucking bitch. <laughs> well, they'll just send each other twin <laughs> subliminal messages uh, yeah. <laughs> that all twins have. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Okay. So can I just say hashtag Danny was right about vision? Oh, I knew it. Vision is a tool of the government. And we saw that with like white vision this time, like Uber yeah. computer vision. But what I don't understand. So at first you're like, oh my gosh, look at this badass, like emotionless, just total tool of the government vision. This yeah. is like, this is a cool villain, honestly. This is a cool cat. Yeah, it's an interesting villain because it's like, yeah. I wish tools, he smoked a cigarette. He's a tool of mass maybe he, <laughs> destruction. Maybe he vapes. Maybe he vapes. <laughs> it's more electronic. Uh, what is a bigger threat to democracy than the government like secretly making these horrible tools to use against I mean, the I th- population? I think fascists, but continue. Yeah, they are. Exactly. But so, <laughs> <laughs> but so I thought, wow, this is going to be a really good, like they'll keep them around for a couple seasons, probably like lurking in the shadows. Instead, he's been on screen like five minutes, and normal vision is like, "Hey, bro, I know you don't want to do this." And, and immediately, evil vision is like, "Wow, you're right," and then just like flies away. What? What? You know, the end of the show marks the end of a, a huge era of um, not only American just American history, but worldwide history, which is like some people knew about the ship of Theseus and could like Mm. drop it into conversation and be like, whoa, this guy's smart. Yeah. That's gone. That's gone. (laughs) I can never casually bring up the ship of Theseus thought experiment ever again. This guy watched WandaVision. (laughs) No, everyone watched WandaVision. (laughs) Yeah. I, I can't say I'll miss WandaVision. Is there anything else you wanted to say about this show? No, I'm, I'm going to say in the future, hashtag Brett was right. Because like this, the white vision and the normal vision, he like makes the white vision like care and be a regular person again. But then he flies away. So we know, you know, it like three movies down the line or whatever, the white vision is going to show up and he's going to be conflicted between his uncaring self and like the memories that were imbued in him by the good vision. And then they're going to like wave a wand and he's just going to turn like the, the same colors as the first vision. But like like one or two things are like slightly different right. and upgraded or whatever. So like it's just what I said last week. Right? Like no one really dies, no. you know, even even cares? evil vision doesn't die. Nothing dies. No, well, he's evil vision is real. Remember, he just flies away at the end. Like the vision, like, you know, hex vision just gives him his memories and is like, go be free, child. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, it was just a whole lot of, it was a whole lot of nothing for me. And like, you have these credit sequences where like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I don't even remember Don't get what me started. Happened they're so long. Who knows? They're 20 minutes long. What do you, you know? I'm oh, yeah. There's a green. Sh- it was the chick turns into an alien who are the aliens from the Captain Marvel who are like good guys, even though they look like bad guys. That's the twist. I'm going to spoil Captain Marvel for you. There's these like green aliens and they're yeah. all godly. They're just grotesque. 
right. and you think that they're the baddies the entire time, but they're actually like, no, we live in a peaceful society well, and we just want to raise our children. You know what? Didn't Star Trek do that first? Aren't the hideous creatures on Star Trek like the best creatures? Everyone and everyone in Star Trek is like, no, Star Trek is almost like a little bit because you like it's almost a little bit more, <laughs> unfortunately, like human society where it's like these are the gross Ferengis. They're all <laughs> they're all trait like they all they're all merchants and they're they're thrifty and they want to steal from you. Oh, no, what? <laughs> they I haven't that, evolved. <laughs> I thought that like you know the ones. With like fun, funny, um, like they look like uh, wolves a little bit, you know. I thought they were the Klingons. Klingons, yeah. I thought they were like the <laughs> nicest. No, they they have a well. No, it's like they have like a very tribalistic warrior like mm. like society where they all they want to do is like <laughs> get in fights and die with honor. <laughs> huh. I I've watched like a couple episodes of Star Trek since being in captivity with my husband <laughs> let me tell you that's another hard show to watch is i can't it follow is. it <laughs> but, it I, is. but anyway i know everyone listening is absolutely dying because they're like all right they stopped talking about wandavision now they're talking about star trek all i want to hear about <laughs> is big brother canada <laughs> okay we'll get into it <laughs> okay well first things i think we should treat this as we would a version of Big Brother in the U.S. where I think we should go through the cast. Yeah, well, we have, uh, you know, as we start, we have, I mean, do you want to run through it sort of as the episode goes by or do you want to like talk about everybody first? Because like the first half of the first episode, yeah, they're kind of introducing everybody. Let's go through the intros, yeah. So we're introduced to Kiefer and Tina mm -hmm. first. And you know, I, I go to Joker's update, you know, Joker's update. It's a great, it's a great website. Great. If you just need to know who's, who's, who's won the power of veto. Yeah. Before they air it. So for years, I've seen the cast of Big Brother Canada on there. And I'm like, and I've never watched a second of it. So I'm like, who are these people? But it always seems like a lot more of a diverse cast than American cast. It mm -hmm. seems like there's more people of color. You know, there's just a broader range of ages and, and body types and we got Kiefer and Tina, and thank God we got these two. Because I'm like, I, I'm watching, I'm like, is everyone going to be overweight and ugly like me? <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, I was just, I do to this, because yeah, I was like, I love them already. And oh, yeah. I love normies. I want more normies. But uh, actually, I will counterpoint and say that they are the only two normies. Everyone else is just regular hot. <laughs> That was the thing. So I was like, oh, shit, we're going to have a normie cast. No, I wish. And then they introduce everyone and, and literally everyone else is fucking stunning. Yeah. Like models and tall. The men are tall. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> know that you got had redwoods up in Canada. I know. Canada. What the hell? I neither did I. But, um, but so they're great. I mean, immediately it's so fun. Like, what do you think when you see this cast showing their hometowns and it's like St. John's, Newfoundland or like Every, everyone's Victoria, like, yeah, BC. I'm from Alberta. This is my goat. <laughs> you know, uh, even so the hot people, even the hot people live in like, yeah, I'm living up in Edmonton and it's, it's four degrees. It's so I'm like, how are you so hot? <laughs> it's so different from in, in you, Big Brother US. It feels like it's always like 
I'm Michelle. I'm 22, and I'm from Los Angeles, California. And then you Google them, and they're not. But they just live in LA. <laughs> and, then, and then there's like, um. Mikey, I'm 25, and I'm from like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my banjo. That's my banjo. <laughs> I'm from what's the most like most southern place in Texas? I don't know, like the most. I don't know. Not Houston, not a city, like a not a city place in Texas. Lubbock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I love it, Texas. But um, but yeah, they're all from really fun different places. I was expecting to. I don't think there's anyone from Toronto, which is where I live. No, Rohan is. Rohan oh, Rohan is, is. okay. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing too. Like the introduce, I think it's Beth later. Who's like, who even says, cause Canada does like, they do turn up the knob on like, Hey, does your family own anything slightly <laughs> rural at all? Yeah. Because she says, well, she's like, I live in Al- like Calgary, I think, which is like a pretty, one of the bigger, bigger cities yeah. there. And she's like, I'm a city girl, but I grew up on a farm. So they showed her at the fucking farm <laughs> feeding hay to goats and stuff. So, so she even says in the intro, like, I don't, I, I live in the city. They could have shown her, I mean, granted, COVID and stuff. Like, right. They could have shown her cheersing 2019. But yeah. no, they got her feeding goats because it's like, all right, do we have anyone on the cast <laughs> who has easy access to goats? Because we got to use that for the intro package. Even, that's, even if it's not what your personality is like right. as an adult at all. I mean, a lot of Canada is not a city so you know there's a lot yeah. of meat there there's a lot of uh fertile ground a lot of goat meat. but i don't know before i just wanted to say i absolutely love tina and Kiefer. i love them and i was so i was like of course canada voted them to be the team I was, I, exactly i wanted to ask you about that so like there's definitely you see these uh, 14 names. I guess there was 15 because one guy got like fucking canceled. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, one guy wrote in Hitler, uh, you know, uh-huh. when it was time to reelect Trudeau. <laughs> uh, so is there just like a sense of like underdog? Because these two people you have and you have the, the oldest woman on the cast mm-hmm. and you have a young man, but he's He's, I don't even know the right term. We would just call him Native American in America. What would you call? He's indigenous. I apologize to my indigenous friends. And I did love the land acknowledgement that uh, Arissa did. uh, Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll talk about Arissa, but good Lord. Oh, yeah. What? So you see, you have an indigenous guy, younger guy, but he's like, he's, he's overweight. He kind of has a, you know, weird style, has a mullet thing going on. He just looks like a, you know, like. A weird, a weird but fun little guy. Right. And you have Tina. So is there just like, is there like that, un, like, let's boost up the underdog sort oh, of thing? a million percent. A million percent. I mean, wouldn't you, it, I mean, looking at this cast, who do you want to vote for to be? I love that Canada was like, we're not letting these two be the first boots. So screw you. Because, you know, in a regular season, at least in America... You know who's going on the oh, they would. They would 100%. First? Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm just so glad that they were saved. It's- Kyle and Beth would be saved by the producers. Right. Right. Yeah, so, in the first week. So it, that uh, was very refreshing and fun that they're in, yeah, in the in the power seat. They get to choose the teams. Um, it was so fun. The Haida people are on the Toonie now. It's huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, I was a little bit I felt a little bit like 
you know, don't step on my corner keeper when he said he was a radio host. So oh, just yes. like, <laughs> just say, don't come for us. Don't, uh, don't come for, for us, Mr. Podcast Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, who did, who do we meet next? We met uh, in the next group of four, we met Tashawn, who's 29 from Montreal. He's a mm-hmm. grandma's boy and an right. urban planner. Which, how fun. <laughs> Great. That's a real Love job. Him. Remember? Those? Yeah, I know. He was like at a work site with this. He's one of those people at the construction site wearing a suit with the hard hat. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. You're telling everyone else what to do. You're saying. There's Beth. Yeah. This oh, is sorry. where the elevator should be. That's what I picture those people. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is the best hotel in, in, in Montreal. Exactly. Uh, we have Beth, who it's funny because like, just like the small icon of her looks like Holly mm-hmm. from a couple seasons ago, who we called yes. Beth. So I it's just going to be confusing. It's <laughs> yes. going to be easy because I'll call everyone Beth. Right. But there's just like some of that Beth-Beth connection going on. She's a social worker. She's 27. She's from Alberta. She grew up on a farm, but she lives in the city. So mm-hmm. they show her at the fucking farm. Of course. Hashtag Kyle. Course. Kyle, 26, Alberta, fun employed. Oh yeah, he's waking up at noon. He lives with his parents. He's eating giant bowls of cereal. Uh, he's playing hockey. He's showing off his body. He wants to be the little spoon. Wants to be a little spoon. I mean, this is such. Here's your introduction because I don't know if you've ever met this prototype before. Here's your introduction to a Canadian bro. That's what I was going to say. Is like this guy in an American. Big Brother season would be he'd I, I wouldn't dislike him, but this guy is like, hey man, I you know I'm I'm I, I live by I live with my parents. I don't have a job. Things aren't growing great for me. I really wish someone would spoon me. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> this is the most toxic bro you can get. <laughs> I guess Pretty other much. than the guy who you, they kicked out before the show started. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's like I want to see his intro, lovable, intro package. At least so far, he's a lovable Canadian bro. Yeah. Where he's just yeah. like, I mean, even the shirt he's wearing in his um, introduction video and pictures, I'm just like, that shirt, it's like a plaid shirt and he's got mm-hmm. scruff and his, his accent. I'm just like, what a bro. Hey, bro. I'm, we, we like him. We like him. We do like and him. And then we got, we got Julie. She throws out the trash. She's 28. She's an influencer. She's from Vancouver. And she's trans and we have a great shot. She says, I'm an influencer. And this is just pure Brett and Danny. Hey, Julie intro package stuff. And then it cuts to her like fake filming a video. And she's like, this is my outfit for today. Or this is, I have the outfit of the day going on here. And she points to a rack of like seven outfits. So I I, I don't know. It's like. I, that's just what the producers imagine what an influencer does all day. I don't know. Exactly. I just it was funny. Well, but isn't this so refreshing? Because every single contestant on Big Brother US is an influencer wannabe. On Big Brother Canada, yeah. they pretty much all Not have real them. jobs, except Julie, who we specifically hear, no, I'm an influencer. Like, where, and in that way, it sort of legitimizes being an influencer, you know, where it's like, oh, if it's just this one person, and it probably is her job, and she's probably really good at it. Um, it was, I would it's imagine so. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think uh, what's Jedson is like he's bordering on an influencer sort of thing. He says he's a model, right? But uh, but um, yeah, no, she she actually is one. 
Whereas everyone else is like, I'm a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I you I work at whatever the hell we're on. I'm a radio does. We'll get to that in a minute. I'm in real estate. I'm in social. I mean, being work. a radio host. Yeah. A radio host is the original influencer. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, but it's just like refreshing. Um, and then, okay. Who's next? Next, mm-hmm. Latoya, 34, Ontario, cop. Cop. So Swimsuit line. People already are saying A cab. I mean, I will say I've seen a lot of A cabs when I'm looking at Big Brother discourse. Interesting. It is interesting. interesting. Like, so what's what's the cop situation like in Canada? Do you have? I mean, we clearly have one. We have at least one. You have well, at least one. Now. She's, she's on currently busy. Yeah, yes, she can't so. respond to any calls. Um, <laughs> it, it, I. It's so hard for me to Ameri- say. Yeah. Okay. Because I I haven't been here. I've been in the states for all of the big. Big brouhaha's against the cops, which have been justified, right? So, but the brouhaha's, but but the, but you've been in Canada. Your family's from Canada. You're mm-hmm. from Canada. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff, anti-cop stuff going on in the last ten years in America. Mm-hmm. But it's also from a long, a long history. Sure. Just even in my city, in Los Angeles, you go to the ni- to the 1992 riots. You go back to what was happening in Watts in the 50s and 60s. There's a long history of of police forces being full of white supremacists and yeah. going after people, communities of color. Uh, is there something like that in Canada or not as much? Yes, there definitely is. And it's, I'm, I think, and I, if I'm totally wrong, like tweet at us and I can amend this, but I think it is actually primarily against the indigenous communities. Sure. Um, I mean, I saw some bad stuff. I think it was around the Vancouver Olympics where which were where um lots of homeless people who were like pre- pre- like predominantly like indigenous were all like bust out and like forced to fucking just like die in yeah. the wilderness because it was the middle of winter and stuff. Yeah, that I like I think that's the main issue, which is a big issue. And um I yeah. definitely have seen like defund the police stuff around Toronto. Um, so that, that's, I think that it exists. I'm not sure if it's as extreme or if the movement is as big as it is in America, but I think it certainly, I mean, it has to, because all these people are commenting ACAB. I liked Latoya. Actually, I thought now she, I I didn't, she got a, a lot of, she got a lot of stuff to do in the first two episodes here. We'll get into more of, um, the mechanics of what happened and who's evicted I, um, later. Yeah. But I, she, she plays a predominant part in the story of the first few days in the house. And, that's and mm-hmm. it's hard at that point in the game, every move you make, because that first week in the game, no one wants to do anything. So even if you move your pinky, you're creating giant ripples. Like, yeah. So I thought she played her, I thought she played relatively well in a setting up, very nicely in the game at the same point, you know, a cab though. So I thought, well, I was excited and you were going to obviously talk spoilers. It's not really a spoiler anymore. I don't think Julie got it. Yeah, heard, yeah. But, um, I was very excited because between Julie Latoya and Josh, I was like, I'm going to have a lot of fun drama this season. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then I, then Julie got freaking voted off already, which is annoying. But anyway, I, yeah, I liked Latoya a lot. Um, 
Next is Jedson, a.k.a. Jed. Right. He says he has confident blood. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's 25, Ontario, trainer, model. Yeah, that's pretty much what I took from him. I was like, he's cute. Um, he's going to be one of our athletic bros. That's you yeah. know really all I had for him. Also, I don't really know Canadian cities very well. Mm-hmm. So whenever they're all saying like Ontario, but they say like a name of a, a city that's not Toronto. Yeah. D- does that mean they're just like in the Toronto suburbs? Like, are they just like generally? <laughs> People will probably hate me for this, but yes. I mean, it's not the <laughs> suburbs, but it's because the, there's the GTA, which is the greater Toronto area. And that means yeah. the suburbs. But so it's like probably a much more rural or not, you know, it's like, it's just a smaller city or township. But there's a lot of people here who are like, yeah, I'm whoever. I'm, I'm from blank, blank. I'm from, I'm from, from Yeah, I'm from yeah. blank, blank, Ontario. I'm like, oh, you're, you're from Toronto. Aren't you? <laughs> well, that's what everyone, if they were to go to America, anyone from Ontario who's not from Toronto would still say I'm from Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jed, Jed didn't like strike me as anything. Like he's huge. He's like 76'3", yeah, you know. Good for dunk. him. He can dunk, he says. He can dunk. Yeah. Um, Austin. Here we go. Oh, boy. She has a beautiful singing voice. <laughs> she's a realtor. She's a model. She's 23 years old. She's quote unquote funny. She has a crazy memory and mm-hmm. she's had zero boyfriends. And she's ready to find one. I, I think there were some guys in the house that would oblige. She's very pretty. She's very beautiful. Um, yeah. Again, not much for her for me yet, other than the fact that she's very beautiful. This the singing was was interesting. <laughs> Everyone's got to. It's sort of like the the Bachelor. Everyone's got to stand out. You got to do a little trick. You know. Yeah. So, you got to bring a bowl of spaghetti out of the limo and be like, my Nana's going to cook for you. If you give me a rose. Um, can we talk? I think this is maybe out of order, but can we talk about Victoria for a second? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Victoria, when Victoria appeared, I was like, I'm not going to like her. I'm not going to yeah. like this personality. Same. Like there's, <laughs> it's grating. By the end of the episode, I was like, I'm Victoria's number one fan, actually. I That's great. She, or no, by the end of the second episode, when she won um, the competition. Well, that's the first episode. Oh, first episode. Sorry. Okay, first episode. Yeah, I was so blown away. I absolutely loved it. I And her, the fact that she was so um, loud and obnoxious prior to winning the competition just made me actually love her more. If she had done that without winning, I'd have been like, oh, this is annoying. But since she won, I was like, oh, actually, I have to stand a little bit. And it seems completely natural. She's not like turning it on or or up or anything for the camera. It just seems that like this is just spilling out of her all the time. Yeah. And and maybe I couldn't live with it, but I'm watching it. I'm actually like, oh, no, you are very needed. (laughs) You are needed in this show. Do you know who doesn't have a bubbly personality? I think I do, but take it away. Oh, he's a lone wolf. He's from British Columbia. He's gay. He looks like a heroin addict. He probably is. It's Josh. It's Josh. Josh, I love Josh. 
I uh, love me him. too. I'm, I'm, uh, he's, <laughs> are we living in a simulation? He's horrible at playing the game. He's fantastic. I love him. I just like he in his intro package was like, I'm a lone wolf. I like to be alone. I'm single. I have this dog. <laughs> Horrible game to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, but then like cut to him in the house and he's like, wow, everyone's got their own groups already. I feel really left out. <laughs> it's like, well, wasn't that your strategy, dude? Um, but I love, I love him. I just think he's, I think he's so funny. Remember in the, in the second episode, Arissa asked him a question. I forget what it was like. Um, oh yeah. I got it here. Hold okay. on. Uh, uh, did you have an agenda when you threw out assumptions about a guy's alliance? And he said four words. He didn't stand up. Arissa's asking everyone okay, a question. And they all stand up. He doesn't even get up. He sits on the couch. He's like hunched over. He's he's like dying of malnutrition. And he's like, no, I had paranoia. And that's it. <laughs> I like, you know what? I would want to be in an alliance with him. You know why? Because he's honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good TV is what he is. I'm. I love him. I respect him. I. I'm happy he's here. Next, we have Brayden. Brayden. He's spilling tea and he's throwing shade. He's 23. He's from Calgary. He's a student in biology and anthropo and anthropology, and he's a petty bitch. He is a petty bitch, and he also is. That's I his love quote, this by cast. the way. Pardon. That's his quote, by the way. Yeah. I love this cast. He's so funny. I felt bad for him that he was last picked to be on a team. But he, it was like of all the people to pick last, he handled it so well. You know what? I'm just going to take a guess mm -hmm. about Brayden's life. Okay. I'm going to guess this is not the first time he's been picked, picked last. In a PE practice. Right. 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 Like he's used to it. And he, he was born in the darkness. He didn't see the light until <laughs> he was a man. And yeah. He can he, handle it. He's he can, fine. He can not only handle it, he can make it fun. And he's so good. He made everyone else feel comfortable with the fact that he was like, you know, it, I think yeah. I think he can do pretty well. As long as he, he, he formed a little alliance already. And I don't think it was the right alliance for him, to be honest. Well, but yeah, I mean. Yes and no. I think we can get into that in a little bit. Okay. I I think yes and no, but I I think he's got obviously the social chops to the make it very far. The social game is strong, very strong. Oh, let's go. Let's go to your hometown. Mm. Let's go to Toronto, because Danielle. Yeah. If you need a strategic partnerships, <laughs> I mean, a strategic partnership, I have a strategic partnerships manager for you. He's looked at the charts. He's analyzed the data. He looked at the market. He called Mar Memphis last year. He's like, what's the what's the market like? What's the market like for fish? Are you serving it at your restaurants? Because I've got to make a strategic partnership here as the strategic partnership manager. Can I just say, I've never seen anyone look more like a strategic partnership manager than Rohan. <laughs> he looks like his outfits, just his height. He's handsome and appealing, but like, and not threatening. Like, it's just, it's the perfect fit. Totally. We talked about Victoria, uh, Victoria already. Wait, one thing about Rohan is like, he... Oh, yeah. He was like really bad at the first competition, <laughs> right? No, he no, he was no, he was good. He was the oh, last was person good. left on the team. Oh, that but lost. then he failed. Okay, 
Well, then was he one of the last? Yeah, he was almost the last pick. There was a moment of humbleness for him. Yeah, no, he he was kind of down to the final three when they were picking teams. And he was like, yo, I'm not I'm not used to this. But I think he was a value pick. You know, if Mm -hmm. we're talking about NFL, he's like a sixth round draft pick who all of a sudden is like one of your stars. Like if you have have that, that's huge. Yeah. Tom Brady, another sixth round draft pick. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That's a fun fact. Yeah. So we talked about Victoria. Tara. Okay. Danielle. Sorry, do you have something to say? Well, Tara, I'm just, I think she's going to do well, first of all. She is a mother and she practices Big Brother in her home by evicting her children. And what I want to say is I just take Tara's casting on this show very personally. And her saying that she's going to be the first mom to win Big Brother very personally, just because I I was hoping someday that would be me. But, you know, if it's her, because now, you know, I'm old now. So (laughs) if I ever get cast on the show, I will probably be not I won't be Tara. I'll probably be actually Tina. But Latoya is our age. That's true. But she doesn't seem, you know, Tara seems like. She's clearly the most. No, she's like a badass. <laughs> yeah, Latoya is like a badass cop. Tara's the mom. We know she's the mom. Can you hear that, Danielle? In the distance, in the past. Ching, 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 ching. It's jingle bells. Because we have Christmas <laughs> oh 2.0 God. on the you show. Think? You think? <laughs> she's got Christmas energy. Oh. She has Christmas there's energy. There's something she's there. a bit intense. There's a yeah. bit of like. I might kill my own kid just, just to win. I would. I would. She's a bit intense. She evicted Levin from her from her fucking family <laughs> for peeing in the toilet seat. Well, he peed She's on the quote seat. unquote extra, extra and feisty. Yeah. He, he I, we got massive Christmas energy. I, I really liked her. I, I actually, and because I think she came late, right? This, her, um, her video was late and I was sort of thirsty. I was like, there's too many yeah, young hot people. I need someone who's got a little more life experience, please, God. Because while I appreciate I appreciate the diversity, there was not that much diversity in age. So I was just like, please, someone. I need an older man, an older woman, anything. So she came at the right time where I was like, thank goodness for her. I, th- I still think we could have used one more elder. We were, we're missing on the cliff hog. Yeah, we are. What? Can you paint a picture for me? And yeah. I've never seen, a, 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 again, a, I'll stop saying this eventually. I've never seen a, a BB Canada season. Can you paint the picture? We know what Cliff Hogg is, yeah. right? We know what Chicken George is. Can you paint the picture for me of like the ideal BB Canada elder mm-hmm. man? Well, rural or city? I guess, I guess a little bit of both. Oh, that's really hard. Well, I think okay, well, Cliff Hogg. he's like from he's from Houston. He's from a big city, but it's like a southern city. Here's what I'll say. He's he's slightly overweight. He's got Who a beard, <laughs> a good bushy beard. He's graying and he's not dying those grays. He's letting them come out. No, he's 54 years old. He has a tool belt always on because this guy's a contractor. He has a wife. And three kids that he loves, they're all in Catholic school. On the weekends, he loves to go to home hardware, pick up a couple things for the house. And he loves his Timmy's 
Double double. Roll up the Gotta get tippies. His name is Gord. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your Canadian older man. Gord. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean that's as specific as I can get. It's hard. There's a couple different like stereotypes I could see, but I'm trying to make it very just Canadian. I'm thinking mostly of like the the main character of the Red Green Show. <laughs> so uh, that's the cast. That's and everybody. It's a strong cast. It's a great strong cast. Um, do you want to quickly play some Mary Fuck Kill? Absolutely. As we do, and then we'll talk about kind of rest, the rest of what happens in these in these two episodes. Most definitely. So let's start with Mary. Who are you marrying? This is so easy. This is so easy. This is my, <laughs> this is what I want out of my life. Yeah. I want to live in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. I want to be a heroin addict. <laughs> yes, I'm marrying Josh. <laughs> that is true. I want to be left alone. I want to like listen to my shoegaze music and not talk to anybody. Yeah. That's my life with Josh. Like we can be married, but we don't have to talk to each other. Like, we don't need to talk constantly. But to you be will married. go to amazing nightclubs in yes. Vancouver and yeah. not talk to each other there, but you'll do your fun drugs, not talk yes. to each other, go home and fall asleep. Smoke a cigarette, go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that is the right, that is the correct fit for you, actually. So what I want for myself. I well, I actually I think I'll marry Tina. Just because, oh, Newfoundlander, yeah. Exactly. There's just something so comforting about Tina. Um, oh, yeah. And I just, I, I liked how there was a small moment where, oh, Kiefer was like, let's do boys versus girls. And she, She's like, no. <laughs> she just said, no. She just shot him down. He's, you know, he's cute. He was trying to be funny and charming. She did not even crack a smile. He's really nervous. No. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm fucking in this. Exactly. And I think I need that in a relationship. You know, obviously I need someone to find me charming, but I also need someone to be real with me. And I think Tina would oh, be yeah. real. Absolutely. I in agree. that long-term relationship. I agree. So now we have All to right. move on to fuck. Why don't you go first? Okay. I mean, this is very obvious, I feel. It's like, we had yeah. nothing to say about this girl, except she's absolutely stunning. You know, and I've never fucked someone named Austin. So I'm fucking Austin. That's great. I mean, yeah. I mean, Austin's normally a guy. A guy's name, I yeah. mean, we remember from BB-17, Austin. Iconic big brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... This is this is easy for if you've listened to this podcast for many years, mm -hmm. you know I have a thing. I've honestly I've I've picked this person so many times when we play this game. I've picked this person, I believe, twice <laughs> when we in Big Big Bro, in Big Brother US. I'm picking the Christmas oh, analog. God. I'm going to Tara. <laughs> oh, no. She's going to punish me and beat me up. And then She's going to be Send pregnant. me to my room. <laughs> yeah. She's having another kid. <laughs> um, She's got feisty energy. She does. She's going to tell me I'm a bad boy. Yeah. That, I mean, wow. Our types are really revealing themselves, aren't they? So now we have to go to kill. Yeah. Kill's tough. Will I'm, you kill a cop? <laughs> I'm actually not going to kill the cop. Um, me neither. <laughs> I, this is a real, it's really tough, but I am 
gonna kill Judson just because he's he's got nothing. He's not offering me like I, honestly, I would have killed Rohan if he hadn't had that moment of like humbleness that sort of endeared me to him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Judson hasn't had that yet. So even though he's hot, I'm sort of like I could do without him. So that's kind of the same direction I'm going with my kill pick. I'm killing Austin. Mm, yeah. She's like the female Jetson. She's yeah, totally. all she is is just like very hot and like I, I just don't have time for Yeah, we for haven't seen people. the I need a little spice. That's my main yeah. like I'm killing someone who I think is kind of boring right now. That's fine. No, that's that's yeah. you should unless you have like an actual enemy. No, none of these people have revealed themselves to be my enemy. Being yet. boring is my enemy. Yeah, exactly. We want chaos on these feeds. So should we discuss can, a little about what happened in these episodes? Can I discuss one thing, uh, one more like rules-based thing? Yeah. The prize for this season? <laughs> Has this always been the prize for Big Brother Canada? I think so. Yeah. The prize is, ladies and gentlemen, $100,000 Canadian, <laughs> which, which is like a more inflated currency than ours. Let me do that quick math for you. <laughs> Ready? Hold on to your butts. That's $79,000 US. I feel like one of these people would make more money. Absolutely. Being outside of the house. I know. I, I know. I, I Honestly, probably... Probably Julie. Probably the person who was <laughs> voted out first. She's like, great. I can do more Instagram posts now. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It is a shocking number. <laughs> and, and I thought 500,000 was low for the US. Yeah, this is like, talk about a reason for not needing socialization. <laughs> like, I'm ready to fucking vote Republican now. Yeah. $10,000 worth of Weber grills. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I just need one Weber grill. And the best one you have cannot be $10,000. Everyone's getting a grill for Christmas. Get me the $2,000 Weber grill because that's more, still more expensive than most of the other models you offer. $10,000 worth of cash from a soap company I've never heard of. <laughs> Sunshine or something like that. I'm a soap Canadian soap. And then a vacation of... Un, un, <laughs> they have not announced the monetary value of this vacation or where it is or if it's even leaving the country. <laughs> but it's a vacation. <laughs> I mean, welcome this. Go to Edmonton. <laughs> Go to Saskatchewan. <laughs> this is such a true, like, welcome to Canada prize. <laughs> it's like, this, this, and you know what, Brett? This was the best they could do, actually. This is the best they could do. And, and, God bless BB Canada, because other than paying whatever what I paid for a VPN, <laughs> um, it's free. You don't have to watch the apps. I don't get, they call it the remainder. It's the number that remains. <laughs> and I don't have to pay for, Danny, yeah. imagine my horror <laughs> this week when I turned on my Apple television mm -hmm. and a blue app with an eye on it that said CBS All Access. Turned into a mountain. It said Paramount Plus. 
I almost jumped out of the window. <laughs> you don't have to pay for live feeds. The live feeds, if you live in Canada or if you have a VPN, are free. free. Amazing. But you have a room that is an Expedia room. <laughs> you have the fucking soap display going yeah. on in the kitchen. And you have like a lottery room. Yeah. It's like, listen, you got it. You take what you can get. They're not. They, they clearly need the money. The prize is only $100,000. <laughs> Putting the show on ain't free. And it's, listen. It's like Venice. It's like we're living in Venezuela. Are you okay? Blink twice if you're you're okay. (laughs) If you need me to send you cash. Well, let me tell you where the money is not going towards the set. Sludge bucket. The set. Well, this is something I thought about. BB Canada comes, you know, Big Brother's in its 22nd season or whatever. Mm -hmm. Big Brother Canada comes along. They're like, well, we can't dominate the summer. We got to do this shit. In March. <laughs> Where, by New, the way, what's the temperature? What's yeah, the temperature today? I was just gonna tell you, it's like twelve degrees your degrees today. I know. So I was thinking about that. It's like they don't have an outside, or maybe they do, but like it's ho- horribly cold outside. So they must have to do everything inside of a soundstage. Yeah. And I and I think about the the mental difficulty of playing this game without a outdoor space. Big Brother US, you're in Los Angeles, baby. Oh, you're yeah. in Studio City. You're blocks away from the from the freeway. You're getting all the fumes. You're getting all the brain damage from the smog. You know, but you can at least go outside. I mean, we all know from the last year how important it is. You know, if you're living at home, you're working from home. At least getting outside for the walks has been huge. Right. So it must be really hard for these people because I don't I don't know the the layout of the house or anything if there even is a backyard. But there it is. must be really hard where oh. What is, what is, the, is it just is There's it just a backyard. <laughs> well, I just saw one bit where it was like an update, like hamsters update or something. Where mm-hmm. It was like the house guests are all trying to cram into the one spot in the backyard where the sun is shining. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, yep, that sounds about right. Because the sun, you know, it's very important in Canada. If it's minus one, but the sun is shining, it feels much better than if it's not. So absolutely. So yeah, you need your fresh air and you need your vitamin D. I don't know. I also, I just feel like Big Brother Canada did not care to make the set of Big Brother Canada not look like a set. It feels. Are we very talking much about the house? The house or the okay, okay. It feels very much like this is a television. This is a soundstage. This is just a soundstage with a couple couches. Like that is how it feels. <laughs> That's the one thing I've seen, like just having seen like a clip or two or a screenshot or two from BBs around the world that the U.S. version actually has what feels like a a more lived in house. Comfiness. Whereas the rest of them are like, this is all mirrors and fluorescent lights. (laughs) (laughs) And it feels like a spaceship. It's gross. It just feels like a set from like. It's like something in the 80s. It just looks so cold and uncomfortable. I And then they have like all these vines hanging from the metal railings. It I tweeted, it's disgusting and I stand by it. I That's my one like major thing. I think the house needs a big makeover. I think so. Well, maybe as the season goes on, the overgrowth will be cut away. And it'll be. And a new, yeah. a new life will, a new biological biosphere. <laughs> Perhaps. We'll, we'll grow. Speaking of biospheres, mm-hmm. can I talk about Braden for a second? Yeah. So he's like, I'm a student, I'm studying biology, but I don't want to tell anyone because like they might think I'm too smart or something. It's like, 
you don't tell anyone when you're like when you're Derek and you're like a professional undercover cop. <laughs> right. You don't tell anyone you're like studying biology. It's not like granted, we need more biologists, we need more doctors. I'm not saying he's not smart, but that's not like it's the not sort big of brother. Career that, yeah. It's not like the sort of career that you need to lie about because they're like, oh, yeah, this person's a master manipulator. Yeah. Well, I'm a it's trial not like, lawyer. Oh, shit. He's going to ace that biology comp we always have in Big Brother. <laughs> we got to get rid of him before Where's that. Where's the theory. cerebellum? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there any standout? Because I know we're like already we're really running through. Are there any standout moments in the first two episodes of Big Brother Canada that you'd like? To I discuss? just want to say the the sludge buckets mm. that are weighted individually based on the contestants' physical proportions. Mm -hmm. so I just want to know what that formula is like. <laughs> and what I mean, I feel like America wouldn't ever do something like that, or like they would be like, "Well, everyone is, has to do fifty pounds or whatever." Right. Like they would never, they would never do something to like. They're saying it's the difference. The difference between like equality and like justice, or equality and equity. Yeah, where it's like, well, everyone gets the fifty pound weight. Uh -huh. See, we're being equal. It's like, well, no, it's actually not definition of being equal because you have some people who can like barely hold fifty pounds right. and. Jed, who's like a fucking mountain. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting detail. And I'm just interested in how they calculated it. Mm -hmm. The mathematical equation. Uh, formula. Um, poor boy. Poor boy, Josh. Just wow. couldn't really hold on to it. I mean, he just he just needed a slice of bread and a cigarette. He could have done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Josh. I love that he was out pretty much first on that side. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, well, there's like, there was some light drama, which resulted in Julie being voted off. So what did you think about this drama? Okay. Yeah. So. Because it involves your boy, Josh, and it involves our favorite cop. <laughs> yeah. So there's a few things going on. We have a couple. I'll try to speed through this because I know we're like already at an hour here. Um, fucking WandaVision. <laughs> so you have a few different groups beginning to coalesce. You have Tina, Beth, and Victoria kind of coming together. That doesn't really have anything to do with like what's going on. You have Jed. I keep wanting to call him Jedrick. His name is Jedson. <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Jedward, but it's Jedson. <laughs> <laughs> Jedward. We're just calling him Jedward. So we have Jed, uh -huh. uh, Tashawn, and Latoya grouping up, and this is interesting because this is an this is a cross team alliance. They're mm -hmm. like. Hey, we're on separate teams here, but by the way, team fucking destiny. Yeah. Team whatever. What is it Defender. called? Defender. Defender. Team yeah. Dest. These are horrible names. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so Jed, Jed, Jedward, Tashawn, and Latoya, <laughs> they kind of want to get Julie out. They see her as they see her as having loose lips, which sinks ships, and just being a bit of a bit sure. of just a clumsy player that yeah. would cost them going forward and then you have austin julie and brayden teaming up so you said earlier i wanted to come back to this you said yeah. earlier like brayden kind of had a bad team up to start with yeah. 
I don't he think he did in that Julie was in the group. Mm-hmm. But I think he's actually good. With, I think Austin's a really good person to have. Like I don't think Austin's really going to be anyone's target. She's yeah. as we've discussed, very pretty. I I think she's like the guys are going to want to keep her around. Who knows if she's going to get into a fucking, you know, romance with any of these guys. I don't see her as the sort of person who's going home in the first half of the game. And mm-hmm. then you pair her up with Brady. They just seem like two very, very social first players yeah. who probably could pull out a comp or two because they are young and they're not like they're not like me and Kiefer who would <laughs> break our backs doing anything. Yeah, I see that. I just thought like the it was the combination of Austin and Julie with Brayden where I was like, if Brayden's gonna be in a triangle, I actually think he'd do better with a Beth and Tara. Just because yeah. they're a little more under the radar than and obviously because Julie's gone now. But um yeah, they could. I, I think they, and I think they balance him out a little bit better. Um, yeah, and, I think they Austin are. Austin actually they are, isn't that. She's not obnoxious at all. So no, I think they are um, a bit. And I would like to actually run through when we're done here at the Joker's uh, house guest rankings mm-hmm. by the public because I think they're they're interesting. We, you and I, are coming into this a little bit late. Yeah, I think it'll just be interesting to see where the public is at this. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that group, I guess, obviously now, sand. like, I think they're shedding dead weight with Julie. Like, Julie really did not play the first few days very well. And Josh played them very poorly, <laughs> yeah. and Julie seemed to do even worse. Yeah. So I think they're, I think they're better off without her. And yeah, to your point, they could balance out with uh, a Tina. Oh, uh, is there a Tina on this? Who's uh, I'm getting everyone. Yeah, Tina's wrong. the captain. Oh, there's a Tina and there's a Tara. Yeah, like even mm-hmm. a Tara, like they could balance it out with someone. Um, anyways, I so that's going on. Uh, the kind of uh, Jedrick <laughs> to Sean Latoya one, Julie out. Um, this kind of gets around to Josh somehow that we don't see it on camera. A lot of people want Josh out just because he's easy. He's on the he's the first it. person no. out on the yeah, losing team, and he doesn't talk to anybody. Yeah, he's going through heroin withdrawals. Can I say my my dream final <laughs> two? Josh and Victoria. Oh God, amazing, <laughs> amazing. Uh, and so we eventually it gets around to. Julie, that Latoya's group was like, yeah, we're probably going to vote out Julie. Julie freaks out. She confronts Latoya about it. Latoya, did you throw my name out there? Latoya, great answer. Like, it wasn't great, but it was a great answer. I'm going to the hot tub. I'm not coming out of my element right now. Fantastic. (laughs) Great answer. Great answer. I want to say that. Well, what was so great (laughs) is that she doubled down because Julie was like, oh, okay, I don't mean to make you mad. Or like, Julie kept pushing. She kept kind of fishing, which I respected because she didn't get an answer. And once again, Latoya was like, I'm not even doing this. I'm going to. So good. I mean, clearly lying. That was a crazy shirt. Absolutely, absolutely (laughs) lying through her teeth. I mean, not even lying, just completely deflecting, Mm -hmm. which was just like. But just to say, like, I'm going to the hot tub. I'm not coming out of my (laughs) element for this. Is so so brilliant. I I love it. Uh, So that's kind of the um, the first kind of the state with the first drama, and we basically go next to the eviction, and it seems like. Some people want Josh, like there's a consensus that Josh, that nobody 
really likes Josh. He doesn't really talk to anyone. He walks around tweaking and twitching and like being fucking weird and uh, and being like, I don't know why I chose to live in a house with people. I love being by myself and with my little dog. And uh, Julie, and it's interesting because the nominee, I, I don't know how it, how I feel yet. I think there, I saw online, there were some people who were like, this sort of big brother industrial complex was like shitting on the team's idea. Mm-hmm. I think the team's idea, at least the first week was interesting. I think you it's have fun. Yeah, I have no, pro- I have no people problem with it whatsoever. negotiating on who to vote out of their own team. Mm-hmm. And talking with the others, I got that's just an interesting element I haven't really seen. Yeah, I before. liked it. I'm okay with it. People were saying it's like too much like Survivor. I don't care. You know what? I don't yeah. care. If it works for Survivor, maybe it works for Big Brother. Um, you know what? Thing- I'm gonna go to the hot tub. I can't even come out of my element for this discussion right now. <laughs> one, the, one other thing that BB can, I don't know if they do this all every uh, eviction night, but that I really loved was the anonymous questions that Arissa asks the house. Oh, that's guest. great. That's such a great tool. That is so fun. Oh, yeah. I loved it. We discussed Josh's amazing answer. Four words. Doesn't stand up. I just think what a great way to like get people stirring the pot and um, being little trolls. I would take so I would take such advantage of that if I was in the house. Um, And that's pretty much it. Then Julie gets evicted. And uh, here we go. Yeah, it's 11 to 2. Julie obviously votes to evict Josh. Now, Danielle. Yes. Your fave. Victoria also voted to evict Josh. What do you think that was? Victoria, and do you still love Victoria? I do. Victoria is clearly chaos. <laughs> She's a chaos <laughs> voter. She doesn't know what the hell's going on in the house, I guess, because she or or she either she doesn't know what's going on, which is hilarious and fun, or she knows what's going on and she threw out a hinky vote for more chaos, which either way I love it. We we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through questions. I, I don't really. I think people are. Oh, yeah. We have, oh, one, we have one question. I know you, it's a topic you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. One River Mike says, do you stand Arissa? Right. First impressions on the biggest difference between Canada and the U.S. series. Thoughts on the team captain picks. So I think I, we talked about the second half of that. Yeah. I tweeted that at like five minutes into the show, I was ready to rename the podcast. Hey, Arissa. <laughs> just, oh, because, yeah. just because. Just because. I feel like I've been gaslit by Julie these past couple of years where Julie has slowly turned into more and more of a freak and a really actually a very weird host. (laughs) Um, And it was very refreshing to see someone like Arissa, who's like very, a very good host, clearly likes the show, clearly knows what's going on. And communicates as if she's a human being. Yeah, exactly. Just, just a human being. Um, it was, it was shocking to me. I was like, oh, wow. A, a host can be like this. <laughs> a host of Big yeah, Brother you forget, can be like You forget because Julie's been doing this for so long and, and just keeps twisting herself into this pretzel version and she's throwing out scripture. The Bible She's stuff, standing yeah. by her fucking gross ass abuser husband. It's fucking weird. It's so I said weird. this a couple I said this a couple uh, weeks ago on the pod that Danny D and Devon should host Big Brother right. US. Absolutely. And they would talk like human beings. And yeah, it was weird. It was like, I don't know. It, it was like putting on headphones that like instantly, like it felt like you're 
out in the world, you're at a foreign country and you don't understand what anybody is saying. And then you put on these like magic headphones that translate instantly. And you're like, oh gosh, I can understand human language again. And I just didn't realize how fucked up Julie is. (laughs) Julie's a freak. She is a absolute, and I, you know, for a long time I was like, yeah, she's a Chen bot. She's a weirdo, but she's like, she's our host. We love her. But now, now with the Bible verses and the Les Moonves thing, I'm sort of like, actually, Julie is probably evil. Um, so it's kind of nice to watch a host of one of my favorite shows be just a normal non-evil person. Um, so yeah, I'm a big fan. Her look on eviction night. Uh, absolutely stunning dress, long sleeve, deep V, and a slit way up, up to her hip bone, practically. It was quite revealing. Honestly... I feel weird even discussing how she dresses because she's like, she seems like a real human being to me. Like the fun of the bit for us is like talking about Julie because she dresses like a robot dressing like like a soccer mom going to a ball. And it's like fun to make fun of her weird hair and necklaces and shit. Well, for your information, it was going to be a hot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How do we... I just feel like we're going we to have the default. Edit. All like, right, we can edit. So, I we don't can know. Evolve. I feel like we need to do something that like suits her more. You're right. It we can feels evolve. like dirty fucking like telling, like judging Arissa's outfit because she's like a real person. She's made of flesh and bone. So true. So true. Yeah, she honestly feels like, Julie feels <laughs> like she's in another realm of just like untouchable billionaire, like summers on a yacht. And Arissa, no, I'm like, yeah. I can see her in jeans after the show, you know? I don't oh, think yeah. she's living the high life. No. She's maybe drinking a high life. <laughs> maybe. She's she's drinking a Molson Canadian. How dare you? But um, <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> but no, I, I agree. We can we can change, we can switch it up for BB Cam. But um we'll, f- we'll find our way into it. We'll find our way. So far, we're very into it. We're very excited. Um, what a fun thing to do in the last roar of winter here in Canada. So I'm enjoying it. Shall we, shall we give some brief spoilers? Please do. Well, you have the spoilers. I didn't even look uh, yet. Yeah. Nominees are. Um, So we'll do two things. First, I will run through the Joker's, um, rankings. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's only been a few days, um, starting at the top. Yeah. The you have your you've only been back in Canada for a few months, but you have your finger on the pulse because Canada loves Victoria. <laughs> wow, it must be like innate. We just there's something about her. She's just real. Yeah, she is real. Uh, next was Austin. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Not um, what I expected. So. Yeah, so and I'm going off the the 24 hour ranking. So these are the rankings in the last 24 hours here. Number three, let's fucking shoot up and get a cigarette. It's Josh. <laughs> yes. yes, I don't know why. Like he kind of is horrible to watch. <laughs> justice, justice, <laughs> justice for Josh. Uh, fourth is Julie. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. Braden yeah. fifth. Braden fifth. Beth. Beth, sixth. What? Tara, seventh. What? Okay. Yeah, this is just the middle here. We have Braden, Beth, Tara, Tina, Rohan, like in the middle. Okay. And 
and now we get into the hot guys. So, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, um, there's some surprises at the okay. end here. 10 is Kyle, the bro, little spoon bro. Oh, you know what? I forgot he even existed. This entire I episode, well, I forgot he existed. That's fine for him. He's probably going to win. <laughs> uh, 11 is Tashawn. 12 is Jedrick Jedward Jensen, mm-hmm. the third. <laughs> and then rounding out the end, 13, Latoya. Well, there you reading go. Reading you the Miranda rights and dead last. I told you, I've been seeing a lot podcast. of ACAB comments. I know. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, this is the internet too. Yeah. Um, dead last. Just yeah. not, no respect for the Haida Nation. No respect <laughs> for the Toonie. No respect for radio hosts, for podcast hosts. Kiefer. Yeah. I mean, last. a little surprising, I'll say. A lot surprising that Victoria is number one, but I'm happy about it. And hilarious that Josh is so high up too. <laughs> so I think the thing with Kiefer is like, he's 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 a bit of a try hard mm, and okay. he's got a bit of the ov thing where it's like i really want to root for you and right. i'm gonna like i'm gonna literally vote in i'm gonna text or click and vote you in and, and protect you with an award and obviously just from the very first impressions he was given safety for the first week he's the team captain but i think i don't know it, it seems like there's just a bit of like and and having watched the feed for two hours today, yeah, I'm feeling it as well too. Where I'm like, ah, man, just be cool, That's just tough. like, just turn it down a little bit. He's obviously a sweet, mm-hmm. smart, great guy, yeah. But I don't, I, I could just see how it would be grading on the people. Yeah, I, I I mean, if he's anything like Obi, Obi was exactly the same way. We wanted to love him, but it it was just too politiciany annoying. Um, so I need to still really dive into the feeds. I haven't watched them as much as I would, especially the fact that they're free. So I'm, maybe I'll dedicate my Sunday to that. Um, spoil me, baby. So spoilers on nominations. There's been a head of household competition and there's been, uh, nominations and I'm not sure exactly how this played out. If it was like a team thing, uh, we'll see, we'll see on, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Yeah. You guys just like shut down on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, it's the Lord's Day. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, oh no, she's from New Zealand. Who knew? Lord. Yeah, okay. Lord. <laughs> uh, so, uh, drum roll, please turn off the episode if you don't want to hear. Okay. Goodbye. They're gone. Austin is your HOH for week two. Good for her. And she is nominated. Uh oh, Josh and Kiefer. Mm. So I, I feel like I don't know. It, so I've been watching the feeds a bunch this morning, and it's been a lot of Kiefer like talking to everybody and just being very nervous and like, "Am I safe? Am I safe?" They haven't played the veto yet, right, uh, or anything. And everyone's saying like, "Yeah, we're gonna vote out Josh because he's like fucking weird." <laughs> Because we've never talked to him. He yeah, Kiefer's at least a very a outgoing guy. But I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous, even if the nominations stay the same. I'm a little bit nervous about the like, well, I think Kiefer's a Kiefer, like it's the easy reversal, it's so right? Easy. It's like it seems so easy. Yeah. Cause like you want to keep, yeah, I want to keep the person who stands alone in the corner, who doesn't have any friends. Yeah, who sucks at competitions. <laughs> 
He's banging on the door <laughs> to get a pack of Marlboro Reds slid under. Yeah, this just is a, a spoon very and a lighter. easy choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're fools to keep Kiefer if it's if the noms stay the same. Yeah, but I, guess I mean, we'll see. Canada, Canada would be happy because Kiefer is their least favorite house guest. Yeah, what a shame. Um, I'm super curious to see how it went down. I have to stand Austin a little bit for winning Comp Queen. Yeah, exactly. Brayden's in a good spot. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's much game to be played. We're, we're here. And as you can see, this episode is so long because we always have so much to talk about when it comes to Big Brother, even when it's in Canada. Well, we won't have to talk about dumbass WandaVision <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of like, I did watch other things this week, but this episode is too, too long to talk about them. And frankly, I think people really want to hear about Big Brother Canada. Do we need to go back to two episodes a week? Wow. People tweeted us. Don't give me a short. I know what they're going to say. It's hard for us to make one work. (laughs) I know. I got a job. You got a job. I know. We have jobs. It's so annoying. Um, We'll we'll, we'll just have to see. I mean, because I just, I need to get like, quick golden globe thoughts from you like we can't talk about that um, anymore we, we got winter soldier and falcon is like you know fucking I, and i watched i care a weeks. lot <laughs> <laughs> i finished the leftovers someone did comment like i gotta hear brett's leftovers <laughs> <laughs> leftovers was very very good i would recommend everybody watch it uh, it is absolutely it my quick leftovers thoughts fantastic show loved it i love the first season a lot more than i thought i would because i would say the first season's the weakest this show is so bonkers it's like what happens if you just read what happens on paper you'd be like this show is like the most insane science fiction fantasy whatever but whenever but every scene is so emotionally raw that you're just bought in and everyone is just crying constantly. And it's oh, it's just God. fantastic. It's so emotionally grounded. Yeah. And all the weird ass shit is like just on the on the edges and feels so lived in. Oh my God. I loved it. I loved it. Thank you, one leftovers fan <laughs> listener. Thank you all for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed this supersized episode. I hope you'll come on this BB can journey with us. Um, it's sure to be a thrill ride. Can't wait to see who wins that 100,000 Canadian dollars. <laughs> Always tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. And we'll see you next hey, time. If, if you're interested, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. We don't throw that out <laughs> very much. It will make a rare non-summer appearance. Um, bye, Marissa. Well, because it works this week, because she voted out. Bye, Julie. (laughs) 